All right. Continuing with Congress, there are specific powers that each of the chambers has. Uh, Again, the framers wanted to make sure that uh, they have specific duties. uh, And because the Senate represents broader constituencies, meaning the entire state, and because the number of senators is equal, um, they have more specific powers uh, than the House. So the Senate can ratify treaties with a two-thirds vote. The Senate actually acts as the jury uh, for impeachment proceedings, where they need a two-thirds vote for removal. Uh, And the Senate ratifies all presidential appointments by majority vote. The House, on the other hand, will initiate all revenue bills, so bills being uh, dealing with taxes because they are larger and have more members. Uh, They are the group responsible for bringing up the impeachment charges with a majority vote. And they can choose the president uh, if the Electoral College fails to produce a winner. The most important thing in Congress is the committee system. So all of the work done in Congress uh, happens in standing committees. So once you are elected, you are uh, chosen to join a standing committee, uh, at least one of them. And usually they participate in uh, standing committees for a long time to develop expertise in the policy area. The majority party holds a majority of votes in every committee. Uh, and a member of the majority party is always the chairperson of that committee. So standing committees are permanent committees. They are the groups that uh, focus on bills becoming laws in particular policy areas. Membership allows members, again, to develop those expertise. Uh, Standing committees include agriculture, armed forces, budget, education, etc. With the standing committees, they also fall into subcommittees, Uh, Subcommittees are smaller, specialized divisions of those standing larger committees, and they divide the work up more efficiently to detail all of those pieces of legislation. Joint committees are permanent. They are a limited number of committees with members of both the House and the Senate. Uh, They handle housekeeping tags, such as keeping track of policy areas. They inform Congress, but do not introduce legislation. So we have a joint economic committee, uh, joint committee on taxation. Conference committees are temporary. Uh, They are composed of members of both the House and the Senate to reconcile different versions of bills. Uh, Not always necessary to have these. And then special or select committees are also generally temporary. Uh, They are just one uh, group, either the House or the Senate. Usually they're more so to collect data and examine um, policy or investigate, such as the Watergate Select Committee um, or the House Select Committee on uh, Energy and Global Warming, etc. Okay, so important standing committees in Congress, uh, the House uh, Rules Committee, is responsible for putting all bills on the calendar, setting time limits, uh, and specifying if amendments can be added. And again, that's closed versus open rule. The House also has the Ways and Means Committee, which is responsible for reviewing bills that would raise or lower taxes, and the Judiciary Committee beginning the process for impeachment. Uh, The Senate has the Armed Services uh, Standing Committee, which works with the Department of Defense. They have a Foreign Relations Committee that deals with international policy and treaties, and then also the Judiciary Committee dealing with confirmation of federal judges. Uh, In the House, the person in charge is the Speaker of the House. The Speaker controls the calendar, sets the agenda, assigns bills to committees. Uh, They are second in the order of presidential succession according to the 25th Amendment if they uh, meet the qualifications. 
the floor leader manages the process. Uh, majority whips also work in line. Uh, the committee chairs are powerful leaders, and the minority party leadership consists of the minority leader and a minority whip uh, that work on the House floor. In the Senate, again, remember, uh, as far as the Constitution, the person in charge is the vice president, although his only real power is to vote in the instance of a tie. Then the president pro tempore, which means for the time, presides over the Senate. Uh, this is usually someone who is a symbolic role or ceremonial. It's the longest serving member, but they really have no power. Uh, the president pro tempore happens to be third in the order of presidential succession as well if they meet the qualifications. The person most important in the Senate is the majority party leader. They schedule legislation and control everything that the uh, chamber is doing. Uh, they also have work with the committee chairs. And then on the opposite side, they have the Senate Minority Leader and Minority Whip. So how does a bill become a law? Uh, bills are introduced by members of Congress. The president may not introduce legislation. Uh, he can request Congress can do so, but it has to originate in the House or the Senate. Uh, and they both follow similar procedures in what happens. So bills are introduced in either chamber, except for revenue bills that have to start in the House. Members of the House uh, put them in the hopper, uh, where they are then passed up to the speaker to be read. Uh, and the Senate bills are read on the floor uh, by calling on a senator. The bill is then sent to a standing committee uh, where they will work on the details of the legislation. And then if it survives, we'll go to a subcommittee for further details. Uh, this is when you're going to have incumbents working on adding things to the bill, like pork barrel legislation and utilizing the process of log rolling, where they'll team up and vote for um, bills to help them get reelected. Uh, and then again, uh, they need to go through the process of writing on the bills, marking them up. Uh, most bills, however, die in committee. Uh, and then if they make it out of committee in the House, it's placed on the calendar for the Rules Committee to then send to the floor. In the Senate, it goes straight to the floor where they could potentially have a filibuster. Uh, and that's basically what happens uh, once it makes it out of there. Uh, what they would do is send it to the president for a signature, uh, and that primarily uh, would then become a law. And if not, uh, then obviously uh, they could send it back to get a potential override.